Now, I couldn't decide whether to talk about the first reading or the gospel this morning, so I want to make one point about either of them, and then I want to see whether I can combine those two points and relate them somehow. So we'll see if you can follow. Um, in the first reading, we've begun looking at the book of the prophet Isaiah today, and we have a beautiful text, which is the, the call of the prophet, the vision that he has where, where God comes to him and calls him to be a prophet. Um, beautiful. There's lots to be said about the, the, the call narrative here, but um, one thing that I wanted to point out of this, this heavenly vision that Isaiah has um, is this song that the angels um, are singing. So Isaiah is, Isaiah is drawn into this vision of, of the heavenly throne room, um, God on his throne, and, and the, the six... There isn't six seraphs, they have six wings, but there's probably countless seraphs floating around um, singing. And the song that they sing in praise of the Lord is, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Um, his glory fills the whole earth. Now, that might sound familiar to some of you. Um, we only say it every single time we come to Mass, um, the, the Sanctus, which we pray in the middle of the Eucharistic prayer. I think it's important to reflect on and, and kind of claim the fact of what that prayer really is. It's a, it's a song of praise, and praise is a, a mode of prayer amongst the other different kind of movements of prayer we can have. Um, even, in the, even in the Mass, there's lots of different ways in which we're praying. Um, but praise is something that we can undervalue and just kind of overlook. You know, we should get past the praise and, and get to the things we need to ask God for. Or, or, we need, or we focus more on listening to the Word of God and, and meditating upon that. But praise is simply the, the recognition of who God is. And what this, this vision, um, where we see the angels singing this hymn of praise to God, we also see this repeated a lot, especially in the book of Revelation, of all the people and all the angels arrayed before God, just singing His praises constantly. We mention it again throughout the liturgy, how we will just join um, for all eternity this song of praise. So if we're going to be doing it for all of eternity, we should um, take note of what it means. But when, when we come to the Mass, and any time we're joining in praise of the Lord, uh, we're, we're joining in that, that life of God, of heaven, of pouring out our voices in recognition of who God is, giving Him glory through our, our yeah, recognition, our song, our praise of him. So it's a very important movement. So as we pray the Sanctus, the Holy Holy, today, let's, let's really put our hearts into it instead of just mumbling over it before we get to the rest of the Eucharistic prayer. To the Gospel. Um, Jesus is talking about lots of apocalyptic sort of end of time, judgment and death sort of things, as he has been for a few days in our readings. Um, but the one thing I wanted to mention was the, the last paragraph of our reading today. Um, Jesus is talking about kind of the judgment and death, but um, also he, when he's talking about the sparrows and that, he's talking about how much God really cares for us and knows us, and it's up to God whether he, he holds us in existence and, and keeps us for eternal life um, or whether he wants to punish us and cast us out. It, that power sort of lies in, in God's hands. And then he says, so if anyone declares himself for me, in the presence of men, I will declare myself for him in the presence of my Father in heaven. When we kind of 
come to the end of our lives and we face that, that judgment, that decision of, of whether we can get into heaven, whether we've deserved it or not, it's not so much a, a, a balancing of how much good we've done in our lives or whether we've done some really bad stuff and, and whether God kind of can't stand to forgive those things that we've done and that, but really it's whether we have committed ourselves to, to be friends of God. And this is, this is Jesus declaring God's commitment for us that if, if we have simply accepted and said that we are for God, then God will be for us and no matter what we've done in our life, that's not what matters. God will welcome us into, into his life, into his house because we, he, he is for us. He will declare himself for us um, before all of heaven um, so that we can live with him forever. And I think that relates to this prayer of praise that we see in the Isaiah reading because whereas so much of our other prayer is kind of related on us kind of growing in our walk of discipleship or perhaps we're praying for the situations of our lives, um, we're trying to give the best thanksgiving we can to God. The prayer of praise recognizes that, you know, wherever I am in my moral state or in my prayer life or whether I'm even feeling God's presence or not or whether I'm believing very strongly at the moment, I can stand and declare God's goodness and that act of praise is just a recognition of who God is. And it's similar to how, in the end, it's really God's goodness and his vouching for us that allows us to make it into heaven at the end. So the prayer of praise is a particularly important part of our spiritual lives because it teaches us to simply trust in that goodness of God um, rather than always wanting to grow and feeling like we need to move forward and take those steps ourselves and become holier. All that's very, very good. I'm not saying we shouldn't be doing that. But God's goodness is worth putting before our eyes and worth singing the praises of. So let's take Isaiah's encouragement and the encouragement of the angels that we see and that we join in as we, as we sing God's praises in the Mass. And let's, let's lift our hearts to, to recognize who God is and to glorify him by declaring his majesty.